is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. All right, levels are, should be the same. Why is it lower now? Ah! That wasn't low. <laughs> that was so good. Okay, Two, that's good. Three, four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Calling it Talk 30 to me, it is great. Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to me. Perfect. I said you it said your it way. the way I like it said. Talk 30 Rock to me. I said it's the way you like to say it. I appreciate that. Like a normal that. person. <laughs> like a Not normal a bitter human person who didn't want to change our name. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We are, our footprint is now bigger because we have an extra character. That's how it works. Yeah, we want our flipping. Uh, Al Gore might not be happy about well, it, but he's too busy saving a whale. Saving a whale. He's in trouble. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening today. Real quick before we get started, because we're excited to talk about today's episode. If you like to buy things on Amazon and who doesn't, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rocks. You might click that support our artist button, our artist, the artist, some support button in the top right corner. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah, it's a big blue button. And buy stuff using that link on Amazon. It costs you nothing extra than what you already buying. And we get a little bit of money back so we can buy a cool new mixer or more microphones or whatever we want to buy to help this podcast be better. Kelsey, more uh, nail polish. Me, more nail polish. That's definitely <laughs> all my nail polish right now came from Jordan from a year ago. So I'm ready for some new ones. Anyway, <laughs> we're not alone today. <laughs> My transition skills are phenomenal. You're nailing it. Oh, Nail. get it. Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny Chilikin is here again. It's true. You are back. Thank you so much. It's Thank like you, you were me. just here. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of podcasting. I just powered down in the corner of your apartment. <laughs> For a week. Yeah. It was crazy. The cat just like stayed on you the whole time. I was just like too. a cat condo. <laughs> Everyone's dream. She's yeah. like really doing stuff in the corner. She's she is like hardcore stretched out. I mean, my eyes are usually on the cat. Go for it. <laughs> she is very captivating. She's very pretty. You guys are trying to talk to me and I'm just like, huh? <laughs> Where'd Henny go? <laughs> yeah, no, she's a... Uh, her she's tail's wagging. She knows we're talking about her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a dog. Well, <laughs> Actually, she, she comes when you call. Yeah, my, my guy does too. Yeah. Well, he looks at you to make sure you know he heard you and that he <laughs> rejected your <Yeah>. Oh, cats are so mean. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. Oh, man. But, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here, Junior. let's do... Well, if, our... you, if you want to hear more about Jenny oh, yeah. and things she's up to, listen to our episode from last week. Yes, that's the right thing to say at that point. Mm-hmm. It's right, because we could talk all about her some more, but we're going to get straight into our episode, I think. Well, yeah. we're going to talk 30-30. 30-30 first. 30-30. 30-30. 30-30. 30-30. Okay, so my 30-30 this week. Also, if you have anything Jenny wants to share, you should 100% share it. Okay. So, thank no pressure to but i want to invite you in you're like i it's watch just 30, like rock. 30 rock related events happening. character yeah, writer yeah. so she just talked about how she just watched um she watched what was it called fight. Fist, fight. fist fight mine is going to be the fact i'm going to talk about there was two actual events in the news though this is coming out like a month after recording right. this but i'm gonna do it anyway both Bu- busy phillips just announced that she's starring in a show that i believe tina fey the stu- the, uh what's it called it's like the, the stuttering woman it's not that it's something you stuttered while you said that i too, know which was i was extra okay charming. my t- like time hopper facebook you know year in the life whatever thing just popped up the other day and how i tweeted or posted like three or four years ago how i had started developing a stutter like dan Harmon, like that tells you you're listening to Harmon town too much when you start developing his stutter no don't do it kelsey yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, Why did he develop a stutter? He just has he just one. has it, but oh, I was she started to mimicking it. Yeah, oh. completely on unintentionally. Oh. It's like that thing when you're in Scotland and then someone bumps into you and you're like, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Why did I do that? I'm American, damn it. <laughs> it's the same thing. The Sackett sisters. The Sackett sisters, called. yeah. So and this is one I didn't know about because I know they had another thing bought but didn't end up going anywhere. But it turned Robert Carlock are producing it. And I'm a big busy fan. Bradley Whitford's in there. Well, I'm pretty <gasps> sure the only hired... two people cast so far, Bradley, Bradley and Bas- Bas- but busy. That's all I need. I will watch that. The Sackett family is reunited when two estranged sisters perform who's the other sister <laughs> two estranged They're sisters perform an her. act of public heroism and are forced to navigate the aftermath together and except bradley whitford did play a female on um trans uh transparent, transparent. So i heard about that and i need to watch it he's the other sister maybe i don't know wouldn't that be funny it's if it's just the character from from transparent, transparent. <laughs> this is just a transparent spinoff called the sackett sisters um <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I where transparent's um, actually a comedy. Yeah, right. It's like what? No. <laughs> no, but I'm a really big busy fan. I follow her on Instagram. Um, she, I, she's one of the best dressed people I've ever seen. She wears a lot of Madewell though, so I'm very biased. I love Madewell, mm-hmm. but I just really am obsessed with busy ever since she's done Freaks and Geeks and um, has been bit parts in every rom com. I just think she's yeah. great, and I I stalk her and Michelle Williams on every red carpet appearance they make together. It's I'm my favorite part. Looking up Busy Phillips, I'm sorry. I, no, go I get for her, it. Uh, she's a blonde. I'm really into the thrilling adventure hour, and she was very that's involved what she with was that. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that really began my love of Busy Phillips uh, pre Freaks and Geeks because she was so bratty in Freaks and Geeks. I did that really immature thing where I was like, I don't like her because <laughs> she is her character. But then she did thrilling adventure. I'm a big fan. Yeah, they're completely different, but I get busy and Missy Pyle. <laughs> they're, they can't names. be more different. Like uh, they're both in comedies. Yes, they don't even they don't look similar. I they they're funny for different reasons, but I don't, my brain's stupid, guys. Um, How come she doesn't pop up? <gasps> she's on? the mean. Wait, I love her first oh, of all. That... She's in Galaxy Quest, and I love. Oh, her. she's in Gone Girl. I yeah, I know who that is. She reminds me of the stepmom in the parent trap. That's what this thing just said. <laughs> Missy Pyle was not in the parent trap. I don't know what happened to that woman in parent trap, by the way, because she was very pretty and she was very mean and very funny. She, okay, for she did a um the video that was in Star Tours at Disneyland, like the little like the instructions. She did that. She went she did that after parent trap. No. <laughs> I don't know what she did after that, after that, but she popped up there for a little bit. I forget. Is the mom in Parent Trap like? Is she? Is she mean or is she just like the step like the Sound of Music kind of thing where it's just like she's in the wrong place at the wrong oh, time the and s- she's not the true love? <laughs> is I don't understand. I think she's actually mean. Okay, the stepmom. Oh yeah, the stepmom's a witch. Okay. She's just. I, I wouldn't say that she's cruel. She's not like a stepmom's going to be abusive. She's just shallow and yeah. unsympathetic. Well, in it. They look so similar they do though. look pretty similar holy cow. but i don't know what happened to that woman i mean we all uh, natasha richardson god bless her she um, did swing state in 2016 oh hey oh wait who is this this is the stepmom from parent Child. oh she did an episode of transparent go figure <laughs> it all comes around it all came around and comes back to jill soloway every time she's only had like one-off little episodes since she was on four episodes of 90210 i'm not saying that okay transparent is clearly I- i've watched it i've enjoyed it it's great it's done amazing things. Yeah. I just want additional queer things to happen. Oh, yeah. So, like, I just want, like, a trans person, like, friggin' solving mysteries. You know right, what I th- mean? Th- that's yeah. not their story. Not That's not what identifies them. They just happen to be trans and they're doing yes. all this stuff. Like, I, again, and, and I just prefer comedies. And it, I don't think... And when I bring this up, they're like, but transparent's so great. I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying we cancel transparent. I'm just right, saying right. these More. two things happen at the same time. Also, well, almost like Laverne Cox type of thing. Oh, how she amazing. just is, but she's, she's in jail. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it, it's a part of her story, but it's not what defines every single thing she does on the show. It's not yeah. about her journey. It's about her being, she's a person. Ah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I just feel weird because everyone's just like, it's like, it's so cool that there's so much new queer stuff happening. And I'm just like, it's exhausting. No, we, All of it's so sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> We've moved beyond what? the L word. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, I just, I, I don't want to see queer people getting bullied. Like, I'm just, I'm tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I think that's a good place to stand on. I think yeah, that's, that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> also, though, I know you were joking, but please write a show where a trans person solves mysteries. I am doing <laughs> good, that. Good, good. good. <laughs> I would watch that. Right? Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that. And I'll say this. I think Modern Family did a really good job of telling a better narrative. Um, I always thought. No, the, dude, there's some really cool stuff happening right yeah. now. But like in general, I'm just like, oh, my God. When transparent is the go-to. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, guys, being gay is pretty cool. (laughs) Like, I mean, (laughs) I don't understand why it's so hard. (laughs) It's not just a drag. Sometimes it's great. (laughs) Sorry. Tell that story. Way (laughs) off No, I was really happy we got to this. Because it was was all that transparent. Remember, we kept on, we were done transparent twice now. So, but the the other thing is apparently Tracy Morgan is doing a comedy special with Netflix. I saw that too. He just signed. Because they just got um, Chappelle a couple months ago. He's doing a three, three specials with them. And I can't remember if Tracy. Chris Rock just got some special, but I think he's with H. 
everyone's going with Netflix because Louis yeah. doing Netflix as is Mike Birbiglia with Netflix now. Oh, I yeah. saw that. They're yeah. like cleaning it up with their comedians. I'm glad it's not. I, I've, <laughs> I'm still resistant to CISO. Like, I'm just uh, like, <laughs> I can't download one more platform. Another, yeah. Like, I know. I, no. I'm, I'm, I'm probably eventually going to do it, but I'm just like, Hold out as long just, as you can. Just do Netflix. I, I this, I've been holding off from CISO, but I want it now. The McElroy brothers of my brother, my brother, and me just made a show, and I know I want to watch it really bad. They're so inherently funny. Well, there's cool stuff happening, and again, I'm inevitably going to do it. But I'm like, oh, it's just like it's one upsetting. more thing that I have to pay separately for. It's like, right? It's like three or five bucks a month, and it doesn't feel like a lot, but it, it adds just up. adds up because yeah. I got Spotify, I got Netflix, I got Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. I got. You know, I'm just like no but well that was my 3030 i wanted to announce both those things are cool and again these announcements are like months old but uh yeah they're still worth talking about right and they're excited i'm excited to see tracy's comedy special we'll watch it maybe that's a special episode when it Ooh. comes out you and i yeah special 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 i like it special special <laughs> special special Instead of 3030 just <laughs> special <laughs> damn it we're doing that now <laughs> is it a joke when it's a joke on a joke you've already made is it a real joke it's a callback <laughs> there enough. we go there yeah there we go thank you there's comedy. a term for that thank you comedy person <laughs> Welcome. All right, Ding. Kelsey. We're ready to talk about this. Let's episode. talk about Subway Hero. Subway Hero. All right. I'm glad that we were oh, on the that. cat did not like that. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Uh, this episode aired on April 17th, 2008. Director was Don Scardino and writers were Jack Burdett and Robert Carlock. So you just know this is a good episode. It's a very inside 30 Rock kind of production. Yeah, I think. They like, like nobody else is in. It's just <laughs> us. Because um, Don Scardino has just done a ton as well. Um, recap that I came up with is Jack is trying to bring attention to the Republican Party through a celebrity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kenneth has his little TV so heart good. broken a bit by a former TV star. And Dennis shows back up as an exonerated Dateline Predator and Subway hero. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Love Dennis Duffy. Oh, man. I'll say it once. I'll say it a million times. Big fan of Dennis Duffy. We and Tim Conway him. guests. Yes. Yes. I think he won it. Like he was either nominated. He won. He won. He won. Yeah. Yeah. Who's he, Tim Conway? He was on the Carol a, Burnett show. Bucky Bright. <gasps> really? Yes. I didn't realize. It. Oh, He's so that, that's really cool. They bought treasure. an actual legend. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's that, there's a that scene where there I. What did it, I can't remember if I wrote it down or not. That they're oh on the studio tour with Kenneth when he's going around and he's like that's me from da da and he makes and it like was yeah yeah it's, it so was it's, him. Tim Conway looks at a black and white picture on the wall and identifies himself on the Navy ship PT seventy three. That's actually a promo photo from the nineteen sixty two show McHale's Navy in which Tim Conway played a supporting role. That show was on ABC, not NBC, but yeah, so it's actually a picture. Of yeah. Him that's an interesting comedy exercise that they're like all right guys here's a photo of him write a joke about it (laughs) and they did it and it worked great Mm -hmm. (laughs) also he was on mary tyler moore is that what you just said he was on carol burnett carol burnett that's what it was i was like another mary tyler moore reason oh he was on diagnosis murder Kelsey is very excited right now. I love diagnosis murder. So I wish much. that the audience could see how she's like hunched over her tablet and like so happy right now. Uh, diagnosis murder was Dick Van Dyke's Dude, murder show. It was it? him and his whole family. I don't think him. he would like me describing it as Dick Van Dyke's murder show. <laughs> no, I mean, he was a doctor, but his son was a detective. Mm-hmm. And so he always helped out his son. Yeah. And then every now and then, like his three grandkids showed up on the episodes as well. I would love to be murdered by Dick Van Dyke. And, uh, yeah, goal yeah scott, scott Bayo was on it too and he's so lively now he probably could still do it yeah dude his autobiography is one of my favorites he could still dance he has two of them but his first one is one of my he's favorites. just so charming i know <laughs> i love him so much yeah. tim conway was also on diagnosis murder <laughs> the joy the deep joy you're experiencing right now seventh heaven why do <laughs> sorry he played santa claus Kelsey didn't realize that this guy is her favorite actor. And touched by an angel. Okay, why don't I watch everything? Kelsey has the TV taste of like a 75 year old retiree. I know. I'm just going to drop you with my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) You guys will get along. We'll all just hang out. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Did she watch MASH? I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, if he's on MASH, then I'm now in. Oh, Carol, wait, that's the one. Hang on. We can get all of this. <laughs> no, I'm keeping all of this. This is really, this is real. I'm just trying to find Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, I don't think it, I think I made that it, up. It doesn't matter. Oh, there's Mikhail's Navy though. Mm. Go away. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Did you guys read? Okay. So I'm going to talk about the episode now. <laughs> Please do. I'm done. I'm done. I'm turning On the screen, when they're, t- when they're watching the, the subway yes. hero give a speech, did you guys read the I wrote them all. all? Yes. I wrote them all. So out. you did. Please read them for me. Okay. Well, hang on. So <laughs> <laughs> subway hero. The whole reason that this is happening is that 
Dennis has saved somebody from who fell or was pushed by him. Not quite sure how that turned out now. He's and so now Jack is all excited that we need to get the subway hero on the show and we have a connection because it's Dennis. So this whole thing is about getting Dennis on and then Liz and Dennis's relationship, possibly whatever. But so Liz is about to find out who the subway hero is and it's Dennis. And this crawl at the bottom of the screen is excited about upcoming depression. And then NORAD puts cyborgs in charge of Skynet. <laughs> Zombie spokesman welcomes dot dot dot. Complicated thing happening in Africa dot dot dot. Baby bottle found on Mars. <laughs> Those are the things that it says. And it's kind of amazing. Oh, it's so delightful. I always read the crawl for those shows. It's always great. Skynet. Isn't that? Is that from Ira? What is Terminator? That? Terminator. There yes, we go. I think. Yes. Mm. I've only seen the first Terminator. I was thinking so Skyfall and I thought it was James Bond. Classic. The classic Terminator. <laughs> Skyfall is the name of his Scottish ranch he grew up at. That doesn't even have anything to do with... And later blue. Isn't that James Bond? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But I just the idea that they put him in church. Skynet, you're like, oh, so it's James Bond. But Skyfall has nothing to do with tech. It's it's an old Scottish Highland house. I manner. don't know. I've seen one movie of James Bond. <laughs> okay, was I'm sorry. Skyfall? <laughs> May- yes. Okay. I think it was. <laughs> And they brought it around. <laughs> That's all I know about it. Full circle. Um, the other thing I noticed in this is that's right when he says like we're like Ross and Rachel, but like but not, but gay. not, but not gay. But right when they do that, Robert Carlock's name is there, and it's funny because didn't Carlock write? Yeah, he friends? wrote on. I friends. thought it was just a really beautiful full circle moment. I didn't notice. That. It's that's right awesome. when he makes that joke. It says and it says written by Robert Carlock. <laughs> she told me her, and then she's Liz's, and he's on Dateline. Like shut up, like. She what did she say? She said her last boyfriend was Asian, and that crap doesn't start until college. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, she was eighteen. Everything he says is despicable. Oh, like, absolutely, uh, excellent word choice. It is despicable. Yes. Oh, despicable, Dennis. But I wonder what it's like to be a writer because I, I don't write to be like uh, to speak through a character like that, where you get to make all these ridiculous, gross jokes and be writing them. But I'm sure it's also a little bit fun to be like lean into the grossness of it. But right. I just imagine what is it like to make racist yeah. jokes because the character's racist, not because you're racist. I I have no idea, but I imagine it's just like 30 minutes of like pitches, and I I, I will and say like ooh, I have. I've seen so many times, like, before a show, comics will just be outside in a circle and just, like, <laughs> encouraging each other and just, like, it's just a, a a share of just the worst we have to offer and just one-upping everyone. Wait to find that line. It happens more often than you think. Oh, I bet it's amazing. That's the show. Yeah. I love it. Mm. Um... All right. Do we want to just keep talking more about the dentist storyline and go to the others, or uh, however you want? You, you're char- You're in charge. My show. Just kidding. Just kidding. That was weird. <laughs> um, let's just talk about Dennis still. So that that all all those lines happen when Liz goes to see Dennis and he's like, "I need to be back, dummy, or whatever." <laughs> hey, dummy. Hey, yeah. dummy. Um, and in that scene, they show his band because he's he's like, yes. I always thought you'd be back not because of this, because I of my just band. Rock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just love these flashbacks are literally I think two seconds always, mm-hmm. and I just imagine what is it like setting up, and they're always really intensive. Like there's always a lot of background stuff, and I'm always like, what is it like to set up a scene for literally two seconds? How much are they actually filming? Is it just this? Do they film for, like I mean, they a have huge to dress scene? the set. They have yeah. to they have and, to do everything they would do for a normal. And you wonder if there's an entire if there's I didn't watch this one on DVD. To see if there was commentary deleted scenes but maybe there's an entire deleted scene of him performing the entire song <laughs> i know and that's kind of what i hope is that they let them just go but part of me is like man do they really be are, you're saying i just want to rock and go and that's all they film <laughs> i i imagine there would probably be more riffs if i, I had to i would but hope this so. is just me writing like 30 rock fan fiction in my head like <laughs> please do that they that just great uh, there's improv in. It exists. Mm-hmm. Well, there was that other scene. It wasn't a flashback, but okay, we'll get to that later. But the whole thing with the snow later on. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's like so much work for like this tiny moment, but it's such a huge payoff. Yeah. It's the great. Snow? Yeah. So, okay. So this whole thing is happening and Jenna's like, why is Dennis back? She's like, no, she's back because he's back because Jack wanted him back. All this stuff, blah, blah. But slowly they're s- sort of maybe falling back. The matchstick the- girl. Yes. That yes, was joke. the best yes. thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's incredible, particularly because it you don't they don't do that the first time she's talked about right. They uh-uh. make that right. She's like, "What? No!" And then all of a sudden, in the moment, you see her, and they've created this scene. Yep. and it's just they don't incredible. say anything about freezing and your warmth inside. It's just her. 
just with the and then it blows out. It's just so wonderful. It's mm-hmm. so great. It just goes so far for the joke, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. This was another example, which I'm noticing this more through this watch through than ever, is that like Jenna's crazy. Like she is crazy and she's normal in this one. That's she's a really good friend to Liz sometimes. She's like, the voice it. of reason yeah. in this one. It happens more often than I ever realized it happened before. It's happened in a couple of other episodes yeah. too, and you're like, Okay, okay, Jenna. Like I guess that's that's why you're friends, because you have those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I was happy about. I love when she gets to be normal and they kind of those moments lessen and lessen as the show goes on, but I mm-hmm. love when she can be a really good friend and I love those moments being like, oh yeah, this is why this is why Liz puts up with so much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. these moments exist. Yes. She she still balances out even when she's like batshit. Yeah. She still <laughs> balances out Liz because Liz does she she does want to hold on so tight and you can't do that with the uh, when the you know you have Jenna just being an insane person, yeah. No, I think uh, just in order to balance out her control uh, issues and just her self righteousness, uh, just the sea of absurdism, yeah, <laughs> that uh, Jenna and Tracy provide, mm-hmm. uh, like just serve to ca- like counterbalance that. Mm-hmm. That's true. When the episodes when Liz is a little more crazy, Jenna tends to be a little more sane. Mm-hmm. It's really appreciated. And we see that a lot, actually. The one time I really see it later is when Liz gets the potential to be kind of talent. Yeah. And we see suddenly Jenna becomes the voice of reason for Jack, not Liz. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So that, that is a continuing thing. The two kind of bounce each other out. They're a little yin and yang. Well, and this is also now I'm thinking about that because this was brought up in another episode that I don't. Pete's not in this episode. I don't no, think. he's and not Pete's in it enough normally, for how good he is. He's normally the voice of reason. So I think they were like, OK, Pete's not in this. So we need somebody to have. The, the the talk with with Liz that needs to happen and since Pete wasn't there that was a Jenna thing yeah no and it's great well I think in this episode and I kind of mentioned this last episode um each of the characters are just obstacles yeah, yeah for yeah. the other characters mm-hmm. and there isn't so much like good and bad there's just uh just kind of like cause and effect mm-hmm. so it's just like there's a protagonist and there's an antagonist mm-hmm. but they're not it's not like a righteous battle for good and evil <laughs> and i think that's especially true in this one especially with the the republican thing because like no one in that room is a republican um but they still mm-hmm. don't it's still not like this like vicious like good versus evil thing mm-hmm. it's just this absurd like you know i want this but i want this mm-hmm. and so i think i think that this episode is really good for that yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Yes. <laughs> no, I know. I definitely agree with that. Um, like, they don't just choose the evil, like, the easy path of just making fun of Republicans or making fun of Democrats. It's just like, we're in each other's way. Yeah. <laughs> and they make that funny. So They do. They do. Plus, Jack has kind of an Alex P. Keating effect where... It, it like they brought it like they brought Michael J. Fox in to be the annoying Republican kid to the hippie parents, but he was so charming. You love him, but they brought him in because he was the annoying Republican kid in like Family Matters or whatever. What was Facts of J. Life? Fox. Whatever he was in. Yeah, he well, was this like conservative little oh, Republican I didn't know guy. That. I didn't know he was in I, Family Matters or Facts of Life. I think it wasn't Facts of Life. It wasn't. Facts I don't think what was the show he was on? What was the name about? If, it, am I allowed to go back to IMDb? Go back to IMDb. Okay. I'm trying to remember what that show was sure. called with the. I'm pretty sure With he Justine played Bateman. like this, like classic he played that, yuppie Republican person, and he's so good. Well, and he was so good on it. But mm-hmm. I think Jack has the same effect where they were trying to tease and make him like the annoying son to like these like really cool like maybe they weren't actually doing good and bad maybe it was it's the same thing where there wasn't right or wrong it was just different Mm -hmm. but i just remember like he's supposed to be kind of i feel like he's kind of supposed to be in the wrong on that show but he's so effing charming you just always love alex and what he's doing and i feel like jack's kind of the same where he's the he's not right by the show's mind like he's definitely his opinions the show doesn't always agree with but he's so charming and lovable it kind of counter it, it kind of balances it out yeah in an interesting way i think it's very it's very much they let him do insane things and he does insane things yes but like it's fiction it's fiction and uh, there's always someone there to like provide a foil for his and you're uh, right they'll get each other's way actions. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh family well, tie oh yeah family, family ties. ties yeah family ties. <laughs> There's going to be someone out there that heard my two examples and they're like, that's the wrongest wrong I've ever <laughs> heard. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, oh. Family Ties is where he's Alex B. Keaton. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I love him. I, I mean, he's so good on that show. But um, there's a podcast called Alex B. Keaton is my friend. <laughs> I would listen to that. I have to check that out. Um, so there's a photo when there's a scene where she walks in and Jack is looking at a photo of himself with Kim Jong Il. Yes, I noticed that. And I'm I like, I've never seen that before me <laughs> because he has later issues with North Korea. And I was like, oh, this has been building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I was looking up something though, and they said it was a reference to something. Oh, like I missed what? that. I don't even know why I brought this up because I gave you so few clues. Ah, <laughs> uh, that reference to something. Guys, something happened. And it might or might not have been related to this show. Good to We're know. We're giving you homework. Yeah. Figure out. Figure it out. Gum what shoes. Jenny's talking about. <laughs> uh, do you know you can watch like all of Carmen San Diego on YouTube? All I the did not. So good. I, I was, was like, how do we get here? Gumshoe. Got gumshoe. it. Yeah, I got it. Sorry. <laughs> Wasn't it always sad when they, at the end when they had to get the. Didn't they have to figure out the countries? And oh, yeah. The kids one running kid always around got Africa and like. <laughs> It was just accepted that that kid would lose the game because no one ever bothered to learn the countries in Africa. In Africa. <laughs> it's oh, like it's... the dessert on MasterChef. Learn to make a dessert. <laughs> learn the basics. You have to know. Oh, man. They're like, I only make Asian food. I wasn't prepared to make a cake. Like, come on. <laughs> I watched this like, MasterChef Junior makes me so depressed because I can barely make eggs. And these kids mm-hmm. are like, I made a flambe. I'm like, I don't They're know what They're like, that my is. flan collapsed. Yeah, I was just like, well. Or there was the season. What'd you expect? The girl who got like second place or third place, she was blind. And she made these amazing dishes. She won first place. Is that first? I couldn't remember how. Okay, Master she Chef, ended. she won first yeah. place. I mean, it's. A, a, anyone who votes that she doesn't win is a monster. No, but like, and her. But I, she did it, though. She, she did, did it. She was a great she job. Was the, she was a great chef. Oh, it just makes me so depressed. Like, I have no excuse. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Um, so, okay, but so the, the Dennis Liz storyline. And so hang on. Is this the first time we see Sabor Soledad in yes. the show? Which, oh my God. Taste of loneliness. This the, It's the <laughs> best reference ever. Like me and my friends would always, whenever we were eating chips, we would just reference that. Sabor it's the Soledad. best joke ever. What Sabor. does Sabor de Soledad mean again? Taste Soledad. of loneliness. Taste of loneliness. Is that really what it is? Yes. yes. Well, and I, I was at work the other day and, <laughs> uh, and one of my coworkers, McKay, was in there and he was like, did you know? He like pulled up on his phone. He's like, did you know this is what this meant? And I'm like, I did, but I didn't know we were going to be talking about this weekend. And that happened just this week. <laughs> Hi, McKay. So she's eating the Sabor de Soledad the whole episode. Yes. And- which is a running joke throughout the entire show. Oh, it shows up a bunch, which yeah. I love. They're great. I love when we learn what they are. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So great. Four hundred percent my sodium. <laughs> <laughs> but so she's eating this and then the it ends with her realizing, okay, Dennis and I really can't be together. This is a bad road to even think about going. And then it ends with Liz and Dennis at a subway station. And Dennis it was a real um uh it i should have known that the show the ha- real house of cards moment right there oh yes right mm-hmm. where so dennis you're, you're watching what's happening and dennis probably. is probably <laughs> dennis is very specific reference is very much contemplating willing to do wanting to do throw liz on the subway tracks to have another 15 minutes of fame so he can save her but then ah uh, the subway was on the wrong track just Dennis is... Oh, he's so gross, and I love it. You'll be back, Lemon. Right. You'll be uh, back, Liz. He had that weirdly sweet moment where he says, being with you and being the subway here are the two greatest things that ever happened to me. He's such a contrarian, because he does. He always has that moment where you're like, aw, Like when, she, when he like hung up the, the shelves or whatever, or the TV or whatever in oh, her Oh, yeah, the hospital the, TV? Yes, the hospital TV. <laughs> mm. Such a weird man. He's such a weird man, but... No, I want to go back to There's a couple more Republican things in those earlier scenes I want to talk about, though. Um, there's the thing where he's talking to Kenneth, like, you're uh, you're a Christian. You must vote Republican. He goes, no. See, I believe choosing is wrong, so we I just write God. And he's like, we count, we count those. those. Those are ours. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I just, I just like that his writing candidate is God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's Republican. Yeah, we count those. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite line of this episode. I like Kenneth's response where so Jack is trying to get the cool new celebrity face of the Republican Party and he's like, Where are all these people? Like, you know, can't get Chuck Norris. Cenor and I had a falling out because I switched <laughs> dojos or whatever. And what happened to to Bruce Willis? He insists on singing. Jim Belushi, he insists on singing. And so 
in walks in Bucky Bright. I would watch Bruce Willis sing. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Jim Belushi have no interest, but Bruce Willis singing would be great. They make a lot of reference to that. Like they they think it's hilarious when celebrities want to sing, pursue singing careers. Uh, (laughs) Because they make a joke about it in Milf Island too. They're like oh, Deborah yeah, when she yeah. gets her a show. They're like Deborah. And she's wants a good to singing sing voice. Yeah, every episode. <laughs> That's right. Um, which I thought on that one was that oh, it's a crazy person. Liz is already used to dealing with that because of Jenna. Um, but so Kenneth walks in and sees Bucky Bright, and his his line is "Son of a married couple." <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. He's so cute. I love. He's him. so pure. Pure. Right, yes. So pure. Yes. <sighs> So it's a great. mortal man. <laughs> oh uh, we get a Frank hat. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's the only one, right? Yeah, I think yep. that's the only one in this episode. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and then we get Jack trying to convince Tracy that he's like, okay, we have no... Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm going to back up. So there's no good celebrities. Do you guys remember the, when um, uh, conservative uh, creator of 24 tried to make a conservative daily show? type show no. called the half hour news hour mm-hmm. which is not the worst title i'm, not, I'm gonna I, it's not great but it's not the worst it's a good title but i'll give it that they uh the problem is there are no comedians or writers comedy writers who are conservative so mm-hmm. it was on fox news i remember it was on fox it was gonna be on fox I mean, news there are plenty of comics that are conservative like mainstream like you'd get there was a, i guess bill burr those, maybe those saturday night live people who were just like that that eight years where everyone was a republican so there's like dennis miller dennis miller there is there's dennis bill burr um bill burr's like moderate in every way I feel. yeah like or I just annoyed at everyone something like that if you created a conservative i just i don't know how would you it's just interesting it was i watched it i remember when it came on i watched it was it they had the um the friend from borat like his like sidekick the like kind of <laughs> chubby guy the armenian dude yes yeah he was on it mm-hmm. i never saw borat so i don't remember his name um and there was one other guy who can't remember and the joke was that ed Be- they were supposed to be interviewing ed begley jr but his prius kept breaking down which was a little funny <laughs> that's the thing is like liberals are so it's it would be it's so easy to make fun of them but for some reason it didn't work uh it just it needs to be accessible <laughs> to <laughs> i i don't i don't know what they did it ever air? It did air. You can find it <laughs> online. I remember watching the one episode and I was like, this isn't that funny. Um, and then I think like six episodes aired and then it went down. Here's the thing is the thing that con- I associate conservatives with, like my parents are just like, you know, it's like, you know, family values, all that stuff. Like Bill Burr, you consider him a conservative comedian because like, I guess at most like he's apolitical. He jokes about everyday things Mm -hmm. like Ellen DeGeneres could also be. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like she's just like, you know, everyday minutia, but like, that's not, that's still not conservative comedy. No, it's true. It's just broad appeal. comedy. (laughs) And so I, I, I think the problem that I find with conservative comedy, quote unquote, is just like pinning down what, that is <laughs> you know what i mean because like i feel like conservative comedy turns into just like christian comedy is what it kind of ends up getting pigeonholed as. Yeah, i just haven't seen it i haven't seen yeah. it done in a way where i'm like oh that's like where i've seen it really work oh, you're right because when, mm-hmm. when i've seen it it's broad appeal i've never exactly. seen it and i think you're right i think it could work i think people but i've just never seen it enacted so i don't know what it would look like fully i think when conservative comedy is like trotted out it it becomes more cruel than they mean it to be because like you do like comedy is pretty much it's dominated by uh, it does have a liberal bias it's largely you know um but i i feel like there is a bunch of people who feel alienated by quote liberal comedy and their response to that seems much more defensive which isn't very funny you know what i mean yeah like they i feel like they're just offering a rebuttal but 
Yeah. They can't laugh at themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and do you remember those couple of years where people thought uh, Stephen Colbert was conservative? Mm-hmm. And to the extent where he was invited to the White House press correspondence dinner because the Bush administration thought he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Stephen Colbert is reasonably moderate. I think he's I think he's liberal, but I think he's very moderate. And Stephanie's very reasonable. So he still was a good person, but he will skewer anyone. And it was just this really interesting thing where he's the closest thing that people have kind of gotten. But it was a misunderstanding of the satire. I think Colbert is super interesting because he does have all the hallmarks of like a classic, like old school Republican. Uh Like he's from South Carolina. I think he still does like Bible school occasionally. Like he teaches Sunday school, right? Yeah, and he's he's totally a family man. Like that's, but like he's also just like you know take care of each other, which is also a conservative. Yeah, Yeah, no, and one hundred percent. But I mean, again, he he he's he's there for. I, I think he could be there's such a schism I think right now between conservatives Republicans yes you know all that stuff yeah. and so it's it's hard to pin down it, it's incredibly complicated and I feel like it got it was like it slowly happened and then it happened all of a sudden like or like it's been happening for a while and then mm-hmm. we all realized it in the past two years like I mean, the, how complex it all is I'm, I'm a card-carrying liberal and uh i is there a card yeah it's <laughs> amazing it's an aclu card that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like yeah i you do pull out your i do often think about that especially since my family is republican mm-hmm. like so it's i do kind of just it'd be so easy to just be like ah screw all of them i they're mm-hmm. anti-trans they're racist blah. yeah because it's not true uh but at the same time you do have to strip that away and no one's a monolith and you know no one's like one thing mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's weird you're very reasonable i've always appreciated that about you you approach <laughs> things very reasonably because you give people the benefit of the doubt and you hope and that's the way we all have to approach it and hopefully we're getting back to that i think it's been an intense few months but yeah you know, it's really and interesting i definitely have ideas like I, I i have you know things that i'm inflexible on blah 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 but i have trouble being like this person's wrong and this person's wrong because if I'm talking to like just an insano Republican and an insano Democrat, like I'm going to tell them different things because yeah. I feel like in order to adjust and come mm-hmm. to the you table, have to they have talk. to make different concessions. Yeah. So I I don't I don't feel comfortable being like, you know, this person's right, this person's wrong. It it's just a case by case basis. Yeah. Which isn't really a funny or clear stand to take no. but no. <laughs> that's a good one subway hero subway. <laughs> no the whole reason i got us onto this because it's this great scene where he's pretty much pitching tracy to be um a face of the republican party and this takes such a dark twist it actually kind of broke my heart but um when he was going through the things that he cares about do you like taxes uh, i'd hate him if i paid them (laughs) and then states rights and gun control what is the joke he makes about gun control gun tax gun tax (laughs) oh he's like it was uh gun it was gun rights tax rights and gun tax state tax yeah exactly but i um, love states tax <laughs> no but i thought it was just that that moment with dot com where dot com like corrects jack and jack's like dot com like I, you know people don't like it when you're this like know it all and dot com just goes <laughs> I, I guess this is why i'm still single dot com this need you have to be the smartest guy in the room is off-putting <laughs> I, that's I love dot single. com's presence in every because yep. he's the only he's the most like uh Liz, Liz thinks she is. She thinks she's like got it all figured out. But like technically, dot com's the most real. He's yeah. the most emotionally <laughs> intelligent he's character. In, he's emotionally intelligent. He's he's the he's clearly the intellectual in yeah. the cast. But like since everything is just this like absurd crazy thing he's the one who's alienated mm-hmm. it's just like your reason has no place here <laughs> it's like in the monsters where they had that one blonde beautiful cousin and, and because they're also quirky looking they think she's ugly and they yeah. always joke about oh poor cousin evie he's or whatever her name like, is cassandra kind of figure yeah. where he's just like he's I don't know. he's always just like uh, uh, forgotten and he's so sweet and then he just has the most ill-fated uh storyline in the show mm-hmm. but um um, but I just I love them trying to get Tracy and it does make sense in a lot of ways that Tracy would be the Republican face in a lot of ways because well, it was make, is it, isn't Kanye like now kind isn't of yet, Kanye's Republican I thought mm-hmm. yeah. he said he would vote Trump. no 
if he voted, yeah, he, he would didn't vote for vote, Trump. So but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You're right. <laughs> so he he kind of pulled a Tracy. Didn't vote, but mm-hmm. well, we can so. talk. Well, I guess just while we're on the political rant of things, this is the episode where the lines come out. Where I see this all the time on Twitter. Where when people are rewatching it, they get because they 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 go to 30 rock to kind of escape from what's happening in the world <laughs> today real. and then they get to these this episode and they're like hold up a second like they're talking about that um that not thinking is what makes america great and then that they're going to build a 200 foot wall to keep mexico out mm-hmm. uh, like, oh this yeah. is where somebody's platform came from wouldn't that be great if you just trump's like watching 30 rock he's like yeah 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 okay yeah yeah mm-hmm, this stuff. i think jack donaghy is who trump thinks he is yeah which is the weirdest like <laughs> <laughs> like you you realize who because you start out like in the beginning alec baldwin is just a like stone cold democrat yeah playing jack donaghy just the great irony who, who i just i think Trump thinks he's this like savvy <laughs> kind of thing, but he must just have such mixed feelings while he's watching his episodes of 30 Rock going, I hate him, but I agree with what's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hates Al Baldwin now. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. He's just, he's just, just like steam coming out of his ears mm-hmm. trying to process it. Oh my exactly. gosh. Oh my gosh. I really like this moment where, so they catch that photo of her and Dennis together. It says, uh, Subway Hero eats with actress Sally, Sally Field. Field. <laughs> Yes. she looks a lot like sally field it's she quite just, a compliment her re, uh, her like reaction like her face it just in her monologue is just like wah wah <laughs> <laughs> it's the most delightful thing i absolutely adore it um, um did you know that uh so dennis duffy the reason he's on tv at the very beginning is because he's getting the bronze medallion from the mayor and that is a real thing in new york that it's given to a citizen who has demonstrated exceptional citizenship and outstanding achievement. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep, that's a real yep. thing. Pizza Rat got it last year. Yeah. Was, uh... Two incorrect middle names for Miss Elizabeth Lemon this episode. We get Jenna calling her Elizabeth Conworthy Lemon. <laughs> Where did Conworthy come from? And then Dennis calls her Elizabeth Sarah Lemon. But her real middle name is like, oh, somebody just tweeted this at us the other day. M- Mirval. It's it's the name of her, of Tina Fey's assistant in real life. Oh, that's funny. It's something, something with an M. And I, somebody will tweet at us and remind us what it was. Mm-hmm. I, this is a really ridiculous quip. But so I've been watching Insane About a New Girl. And I've realized, because I got sick. And I was like, I guess I'm watching New Girl. Because it's so fluffy and fun. But I've watched a lot. And I've realized that Jessica Day's glasses don't have glass in them because they never have reflections. Mm-hmm. And I've been very interested in that. And then this whole episode, everyone wears glasses and you could see the camera and the lights in it a lot. And I just keep being like, they need just day glasses. But the thing is, they probably actually need their glasses, unlike, right. unlike <laughs> Zoe Deschanel, who probably does I'm doesn't. so upset with this revelation. <laughs> <laughs> How so? Is it the mind nitpickiness or... No, the fact that there isn't glass. Like, that's I, a I, joke I in Ghostbusters. Wrong, so. He's like, the glass kept getting... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. Oh, uh, I just, I'm like 90% sure she doesn't have glass and glasses on that show because there's never a reflection. And I don't know how you do that. Also, just someone who's worn glasses since they were two years old. Oh. I don't understand <laughs> them as like a fashion accessory. I, I wore glasses my entire eighth grade year because I thought it made me look smarter. They you were, were eighth real. grade. That's forgiving. You can forgive an eighth grader. <laughs> Is it forgiving? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not angry at them. It's just more a baffle. So for me, my whole thing has, this is sounds, so my entire, my, my mom, dad, and little sister all wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, my older sister and little sister both had braces. I had no glasses, no braces. And I've always, this is like horrible. And I can say this now that my little sister had glasses and braces. My older sister had braces and cancer and I had nothing. Um, <laughs> so I wore, she's fine now. <laughs> she's good. Sales she great. Better. <laughs> she got better. Um, but I wore fake glasses for a year because I literally legitimately felt left out. And I like put them on at Claire's and I'm like, I like this and I had two different pairs. There's so much to the story. My my sister stole my glasses one uh once I th- I think for similar reasons. Yeah. But the thing is I have such a powerful prescription. Oh, no. She was in the nurse's office by headache. the afternoon with a headache. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just and I had like in the beginning I just had these giant like the lenses were so thick <laughs> and just would magnify my it was just pupils. Like it was just 
So you were adorable. And I had a bowl cut because my mom cut my hair. <laughs> Life was rough. Please send us an adorable photo of young Jenny. Perfectly spherical peanuts head. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Goodness. That's um, so great. Um, I'm trying to think if they're oh we okay so we talked about this a couple of episodes ago when the Frank and Tuva rivalry was escalating and Frank walks in he's talking about how he got the Harvard experience because he got a squeezer from <laughs> and we had talked about that saying okay I've never heard a hand job referred to as that but uh, Dennis refers to a squeezer in this episode as well. So there's just like one weird writer who's like, it's a squeezer. <laughs> yeah. Who's like really pushing it. I have no basis for this, but I feel like it's like pe- Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania slang. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. That Pennsylvania is just sense. such a weird dirtbag place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry to alienate your Pennsylvania <laughs> fan base. We just lost five listeners. I just love this idea. I didn't realize that Massachusetts and Pennsylvania clearly have a rivalry. Because <laughs> my dad's from uh, Annapolis and Philly. It's just different kind of dirtbags hating each other. <laughs> I, we're, me and Kelsey are just so West Coast. We're I like, know, everyone right. likes each other, right? No. <laughs> no, they don't. Particularly on the, on the East Coast, I think. There's so much more like pride from where you come from on the East Coast than here, I think. Here's the thing is uh, on the East Coast, we still have all our sports teams where they started. Like you guys just collect them <laughs> like, like come bullies. To us, come to us. Well, the weather's nice. Yeah, no. You just steal other people's sports teams. It's true. We have all the national parks, though, so it evens out. That's true. We set all, all ours are on fire. Well, you, you, you colonized all of we them before them as they dumpsters, could be. Yeah. Or you, there was battles at them, so they don't really work anymore. Versus, uh, Plymouth Rock, end of list. That's all of our parks. <laughs> it's just covered in graffiti. God. I've never been uh, north of New York, so I got to do this. Apparently, there's so much to see. I just got to go see Boston now. I I have one of my favorite jokes is like Walden Pond. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's one of the most beautiful levels where Henry David Thoreau wrote all this stuff, and it's just like some guy's yard. Like it's Ralph Waldo Emerson's (laughs) yard. That's oh how funny. uh, I don't know. That's amazing. I. He really got to nature, didn't he? I don't know what it is, but since I moved out to the... Like, I never had any pride anywhere (laughs) I lived. But when I got out to the West Coast, my Southern accent just became a thing. (laughs) And I did start being like, this is ridiculous. And just digging my heels into, like, identities (laughs) I didn't even think I really... It's fair when yeah, I was, it was when weird. I was when I was abroad. I was very proud of being Californian. Suddenly, exactly, it was very strange because you're kind surrounded. of cool from other places. Yeah, yeah. Here yeah. we're like, yeah, everybody's from here. It's very strange. Like I didn't have an accent when I lived in Georgia and North Carolina. <laughs> Sincerely, but then you got here and you just leaned in, leaned in hard. Like I didn't say y'all until I got to California. It was weird. <laughs> oh, I was a you guys girl until. <laughs> scene with um tracy filming the promo yes We're black americans black american. jack do i have to say this kid? it's black americans like, that's why you're here that's, that line, that's good that's why you're here <laughs> can we okay so going back to like sorry sorry are you still talking <laughs> sorry i just like jumped <laughs> How around dare you? i was thinking about about jack and so it made me think of something else i just all i can say is i think it's the darkest thing the show ever does where they're like oh what if we just get black people to not vote <laughs> i i rarely does the show make me go oh it goes pretty dark it goes yeah. i think particularly i think after the experience of election i just went oh like it was a bummer yeah but now you can move on um i was just thinking that when uh when when Jack is talking about Dennis and, and Liz is like, yeah, but like a Dateline Predator. And he's like, oh, exonerated Dateline Predator. The whole thing was a one big silly misunderstanding, which made me just go, oh, it's just locker room talk. Like, oh. just, just a misunderstanding. No big deal. Like, oh, those things happen. I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> oh, go away. Um, um, other things. Oh, okay. Bucky Bright's line that he says uh, when the when, where Kenneth's heart is just broken by this man as he's walking around just learning all the 
horrible things, what life was all the, we call this the Jew room, like just like all these things. And that the next day, Kenneth is clearly happy he's gone. And the next day he's still there. He's like, why are you here? And he's like, I walked around on it. Nobody else was here except one gigantic lesbian. Who is Conan O'Brien? Why is, why she, is she so, so sad? sad? <laughs> That's my favorite line. That was good. It's my favorite line. It's one of my favorite recurring yeah. jokes. It's so good. I, I think the deepest tragedy of all the Tonight Show stuff is the fact that Conan had to leave New York um, because his appearances on the show are always the his jokes on the show are always my yeah. favorite parts yes. of the show. Uh, why is she so sad? Conan <laughs> <laughs> uh, O'Brien is like eight feet tall in real life. Isn't yeah. He? Oh, he's, he's huge. like really he's tall. Huge. Yeah. It's, I, ugh, I I love him so much. I follow mm-hmm. I follow Team Coco on Facebook, and they keep doing live streams of his like travel episodes. And so he was walking around Mexico, and they were just live for like three hours live streaming him walking around Mexico, interacting mm-hmm. with people, and it was so joyful <laughs> and perfect. He's so wonderful. It's I love so that tall. he travels now. I think I love that he's found his thing. Like I love that that show, that TBS Conan show, has found its voice. Mm-hmm. I think he does very specific jokes and very specific things, and I love it. Yeah. I think it's in its prime right now. Yeah, I'm always curious to have seen what would have happened if he just if they just let him keep doing his thing on NBC. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the great chat, he lost so many characters that he'd been doing that I really love. Like Conando was one of my favorites when he always played the Latin, like he, the uh, you mean telenovela. He lost when he went to TBS? When he went to TBS, he can't do those characters. They're yeah. NBC property. So the loss of, not only the loss of that show, but the I loss of those so characters. Petty. That's so bizarre. <laughs> that's a voice he does. That's a, yeah. I just, I, I love Conan so much. Yeah. I think, honestly, Jimmy Fallon would have been pretty interesting at the later slot, too. Mm-hmm. He was. He was doing such weird stuff. Was he really? I don't have any memories oh, of his show. I loved it. Hmm. I, I need to watch some stuff. I never put weird with Jimmy Fallon, so now I'm intrigued. It was bizarre. My favorite was like he had this game show. It was like, you know, monologue, and then they do a, like, a little weird segment. They did a game show where you spun a wheel, but like it was so absurd because like, um, it, none of it made sense like uh, you'd spin the wheel and then it'd be like a blue carpet swatch and he'd be like oh you guys know what that means and like the audience member would be like no no <laughs> i don't know what it means and so like it would just continue like that where like only jimmy knew the rules to the game and it's these like people were just like friends. walking through this i don't know oh, i love oh I'm, i miss that sounds wonderful because jimmy is not weird anymore and it's fine. He, I mean, you, he hosts the Tonight Show, so that's what you got to do. Can't be too weird. Like, I mean, people drag him through the mud. Uh, people are very unkind to him. But like, it, that's what it's supposed to be at some point. Like, it's supposed to be accessible to. It's it's a late night slot for just everyone to fall yeah. asleep to. I agree. And like, he has had missteps, and like, it's it's fine to criticism criticize him. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I'm like, guys, not everything can be this like weird niche. Yeah, joke thing. <laughs> I I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, because I really love Corden, and he gets some criticism too. But I think he's the most delightful. My favorite Seth. Seth is great. I love Seth. Seth. Seth is smart. Seth Meyers and Samantha B are my favorite. Ah. They're just like, oh, you are a diehard liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Except when she hung out with Glenn Beck. She's making. She's Canadian. So she's making it very. She's trying choices. to. She's trying to reach out across the table. <laughs> oh, I do love her. Have either of you guys ever put your jeans in the oven to warm them? Not the oven, because I live in California. I put I them in the freezer. Do. The driver. Yeah. Whoa! You put yours in the freezer to make them cold before you put them on. Guys, summer's coming. <laughs> you got to put your jeans in the freezer. That It'll last amazing. thirty seconds, but you're just like, this was a great idea. <laughs> All right, I'm looking into this. That's this is interesting. That's I've only I've never put them in the oven, but like it was always uh, my mom would throw the towels in the dryer like ten minutes before we go out of the pool at night. That's and so nice. You just have like the nice warm towel to wrap up in. I've done that. The oven is a real choice. It's just like the most New York thing I've ever heard. Like where it's <laughs> yeah. like freezing cold. Yeah, you don't have an in apartment washer dryer. Like this is your yeah. option. I've used my oven as a heater. When I was in North Carolina, like to sit around it. And- yeah, uh, I've my my stupid roommate used to put just she used it as like a cupboard. So like you'd, pre- oh, you'd yeah. occasionally preheat the oven, then open and just be like, oh, uh, <laughs> all of these, all of my bowls are fiery lava hot. Great. <laughs> we'll just wait two hours for all of this to cool. Yeah, and start cookies again. Oh man. Uh- there's a the great line with I'm pretty sure it's between Bucky and Jack when Bucky says, "Well, you smell rich." He's like, "Thank you." My clone is distilled from the bilge water everywhere at Murdoch's. Yeah, 
well, my last thing is just at the very end. So she kicks Dennis out before she decides to run after him, like in every TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it's a Kenneth and Bucky. See, if someone is ta- walking, talking, it's either Jack and Tracy or it's Kenneth and Bucky. I don't remember which, but they're walking, talking. But you see, you see this incredible moment. Where you see Dennis walk out, uh-huh. and then you see him give this incredibly a intense, long, lingering yep. look, shake his head, and walk away. And it's this really sweet moment that's happening in the background. And I love the moments the show feels like a play. It's not too often they very much yeah. utilize single cam, but it was this really cool moment. He looked for a long time. It I was remember a really thinking long that too. Look. And it was and it was said, and it's because Dean Winters is a great actor. He just like I was just like, oh, that moment gutted me, which is why she chases after him because it gutted her too. Yeah, but. It was this really beautiful moment, but there was all this action in the forefront. I can't even remember. Well, it. what's what's happening is it's Kenneth and Bucky Bright, and and Kenneth is standing up for himself, being like, "You've ruined television for me. Like you've broken my dreams. Uh, all this crazy stuff." And he's like, "Now, if you don't mind, I have to go and get growth hormone for Tracy for so that his tiger doesn't realize he's aging." And then he goes oh that's our crazy like i get it <laughs> so that's all happening while dennis is having that reaction in the background because that's right after bucky said well we'd eaten the peacock and put ham in pat weaver's office <laughs> you ate the peacock uh, um oh the other joke i really enjoyed was his like the mighty ducks are mad at me because they give him back the stanley cup like the mighty ducks are I a real lost thing it, i left it on a whatever well, it was. I just the mighty ducks the mighty are not ducks. a real thing the mighty ducks oh, Amelia so good. Mm-hmm. oh so, my soul anything else um i think that does it for me yeah i mean my favorite my favorite line is the conan o'brien why is she so sad yeah. it is <laughs> delightful gigantic I like lesbian. That he, he just wander it's like the he just wanders <laughs> the studio like a ghost like a sad <laughs> lesbian ghost <laughs> i was like hey, except that is canon <laughs> he is very pale Mm-hmm. Yeah. very very pale mm-hmm. it's a redhead problem mm-hmm. and irish people just become ghosts i think <laughs> i true. think that's uh, it's hot they that's how they die. pass it's true <laughs> yeah yes it's they cool. do a bit of haunting and then move on <laughs> so exactly. i think i've alienated pennsylvania and the irish <laughs> irish should be like yeah we do we're strong i'm happy to be on your podcast anytime <laughs> also conservatives you like. just need to exactly no yeah, we were conservatives. nice to conservatives i thought relatively feel my <laughs> liberal fury <laughs> all right what are you guys favorite lines from this episode i think mine might be like i love the conan line but if you already have that one i think mine might be the son of a married couple because <laughs> so it's just so son of a married i think couple. i used to actually say that in college because i was cool sounds about right mm-hmm. <laughs> son of a biscuit oh, gosh <laughs> how about you jenny favorite line i i do like the conan o'brien one i really should have written like because my favorite jokes are always those tiny little like passing those jokes moments. that like I'm just like oh I got to remember that but there's so many per episode that right I, just, I I miss it but the, <laughs> the Conan O'Brien one was was solid yeah it's I amazing like it. it's absolutely amazing cool all right I also Thank like it for- when Tracy oh. Morgan says black Mar- black, black Americans, Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do I have to say this Jack <laughs> poor BB <laughs> good oh, Tracy for go Tracy yeah. Well, thank you for being here again a second thank week you. in a row. Thank we you, know thank you so much for being game to do this. This was so much fun. Thank you for letting me do political screeds on your. Uh, oh, this is delightful. Of course, this was great. Do you have? I know last week you plugged some. You can plug for the romantic, romantic comedy, romantic comedy at the Ripped Bodice in Culver City every third Thursday. Um, and then you can just find me online, Jenny Chalikian. My last name is C H A L. I-K-I-A-N. I like it. That's me. Perfect. You can find me at Redheaded Blonde on the Twitter and Instagram-ness. Mm-hmm. And I'm at Kimchi Lucas. Um, I'm trying to think if I... No, this is coming out too late for Radio Picture Show. Well, mm-hmm. second Wednesday of the month, I work tech at Radio Picture Show. Come <laughs> see it. It's a great show. That's all. I like it. You can find our show places at Talk 30 Rock to Me. Um, you can buy stuff on Amazon and give us some money from it by going to our link on boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rock to me. All I can hear is Mona Lisa from Parks and Rec be like, money, please. <laughs> and like Jean Ralphio. <laughs> money. I've been rewatching Parks and Rec. Because it's perfect. It's kind of amazing. It's wonderful. Anne and Chris just loved it. It's really sad. Leslie's just having a sad moment. <sighs> I've been seeing that meme go around where it's just, uh, it's Jenny Slate talking to uh, her dad being like, uh, I've never done anything wrong in my life. And oh, it's just yeah. like, I know this and I love you. <laughs> just in seeing like diff- that, that like put on different uh, shots and different TV shows. <laughs> I love it. The the most frequent thing right now that's popping up for third is always the, uh, 
it's a, a what a year huh lemon it's february yeah <laughs> that's popping up everywhere that's gonna keep going yeah <laughs> they keep that's what's interesting is i th- I, I keep seeing that the different things mm-hmm. and i i always I'm like oh that's the quote but the quote is oh what a week and he goes lemon it's wednesday well you, you know they keep re- changing it right so what's funny is that before this february thing um every single tuesday and wednesday it popped up on like instagram people would post it so i think i don't know whether it's actually wednesday or tuesday but there are screenshots out there that exist with it tuesday and wednesday and it constantly it's like every tuesday and wednesday it cycles on on instagram it's interesting the mimification of a joke when you change the joke it's one i was pretty sure it was wednesday i think it's a tumblr it's a version of tumblr trolling where it's just like you'll have like an abraham lincoln quote attributed to like yoda or like Uh, vice versa and like they'll 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 put it out there knowingly and you know more like pedantic people are just like no that's not the quote <laughs> and like and you're just like what <laughs> you just play dumb what morning radio show are you hosting yeah. that was amazing guys let's be shock jocks <laughs> i'm in yeah. yeah all of our shock jocks impressions right now are really good i'm just douche nation that's what I <laughs> <laughs> oh good stuff Anyway, we're glad you were here. Thank you so much for coming. This was wonderful. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we will see you again next week. Woohoo! I'm not in Iceland anymore. Nope. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now